So Gavaldik, today's daf is daf Chof Hei, page 25, and we're going to pick up on the bottom of Chof Dalit Amadvez, about uh, 12 lines from the bottom at the Mishnah. All right, 12 lines from the bottom at the Mishnah. Here we go. Now, just a, a quick introduction to a interesting uh, concept, a this foundational idea that we need to, uh, that we need to uh, focus on. And that is the something called Dayo Lavo Minhadin Lihios Kinodon. And let me explain. What's this idea of what's this concept of Dayo? So it works like this. A, a classic case of Dayo when it comes to Kavachomer is going to be that uh, if somebody who has less muscles can lift 50 pounds, Kavachomer, somebody who has more muscles can lift 50 pounds. Now, does that mean they can lift 70 pounds? No. The concept of Dayo means Dayo, it's enough, Lovominadin, that which we're extrapolating from the original source. Leo's Kinodin can only be as much as the original source. There's a cap placed on what I can imply. So again, a weaker person can lift 50. Kavachaymer tells me that a stronger person can lift 50. It does not tell me a stronger person can lift 60. Because Dayo Lovam and Adin, whatever you're extrapolating in the more Hummer and the stronger situation, can, can, is capped at the source that you're coming from. Okay? So, with that in mind, let us, and that's going to be the, the overarching um, rule of today's daf. So here we go. Let's start with the Mishnah on Chav Dalid Amud Beis. Shor Hamazik B'Shosh HaNizik Ketzad. What is the case where you have an animal that damages a shor, an ox, that uh, gores on the premises of the nizik of the victim? Okay. So my ox goes into your field, and damages your stuff. If my animal does something in the way of Karen, which is it gores, it pushes, it's, it, it uh, bites, it, it uh, kicks, all these things. So if it does these things in a public domain, I'm going to be high of I'm going to pay half damages. Why? Because this is Karen Bershus Harabim. This is Karen in a public domain, which we know as a Tom pays half damage. What happens though if my Tom animal damages in a way of Karen in your property, damages your stuff in your property? Reptarfanaiver says, Listen, buddy, you're going to pay full damages. It doesn't matter if it damages in a way of Karen Tom. What are you doing in my property? Get out of my property. Absolutely nothing to talk about. Says Reptarfan, you're going to pay Nezik Shalim. The Chum say, Nope. Karen Tom always pays half damages, whether it's a public domain, whether it is in the victim's domain. Amrlam Rabtarfan Tarpin says back to the Chacham who say you pay half. He says, now he's gonna get into this rule of Dayo. just like in a public domain, where Shane pays nothing. Viala Regal and Regal pays nothing. Or you completely off the hook by Shane and Regal. But if, it, if Shane and Regal goes into a private domain, you're going to pay Nezek Sholem. So then, by Karen, by Karen, which we know you pay half damages in a public domain, you're not off the hook. We're more strict on Karen than we are on Shane and Regal. How much more so should you pay Nezek Sholem like Shane and Regal? Amrullah, Isachom, say back to him, Reb Tarfin, what do you mean? 
you're making a kavachaymer by saying shein and regal, which is totally putter. Pays uh, in her in her shusrab. Pays nezek shalim in a victim's property, and therefore kavachaymer. Karen pays nezek shalim. He says no. All you could learn out to Karen is that it pays chatzin nezek. What's your whole source of chumrah by Karen? Half damages in the public domain. So you know what that tells me? At most, half damages. That's the most I could learn out. And since the most I could learn out is half damages, even in the victim's domain, it should be limited to half damages. That's the cap. Just like in a public domain, you pay half damages. Back to them. I too, top of today's daf. I say we do not learn out the laws of Karen from other from the law of Karen Shusram of Khatinezek. Ani Odum Karami Regal. Rather, I learn out the law. The reason why I'm saying that in a public domain, you're gonna pay. Um, the reason why I'm saying in a private domain, you're paying full damages by Karen is not a Kalvachimer from Shane and Regal. You don't understand what I'm saying, says Rather, I'm saying uh, I'm learning it out from the following. There's a stringency and where we pay, say you pay half damage when it comes to Karen in a public domain. In a place where we're strict on, on Shane and Regal in a private domain by paying full damages. What I'm saying is learn out the fact that there should be Chumras. Not, the, not that you're limited to the amount of payment, but that there should be Chumras. Still, we're including the rule of Dayai. Okay, bottom line. It seems from our Mishnah that Reb Tarfin says you pay, you pay full damages in a private domain by Karen because learned out from Shane and Regal. And Karen, I'm sorry, learned, yeah, learned out that Karen pays half in a public domain and, and Shane Varegel is machmir. She's combining all those things to tell me that I'm obligated to do. And the Chamim say, no, Daya, I love him. And Adin tells me you can only pay maximum you could throw on him in a private domain, even by Karen, is half damages. Now, the Gemara is going to initially assume that means that Reptarfin does not agree with the rule of capping. What the, the, the he does not agree with Daya Lovim and Adin. That's what it seems. Because the source is half damages in a public domain. He's using the half damages to be a source for full damages in a private domain. That seems to imply that Rav Tarfin does not agree with Daya, but that's an issue. Because as the Gemara is about to show, the whole, in a fascinating way, get ready, this is going to be precious, the whole rule of Daya is actually biblically sourced, and therefore it would make no sense for Rav Tarfin to be disagreeing with that. Let's go. The rule of Dayo that you're, you're capped at the source is a biblical rule. Where do we learn the rules of a Kalvachaymer? Remember, the Kalvachaymer is one of the 13 Midoisha Torah addresses When Miriam was put into Cherim, I'm sorry, put it in the chayim. Yeah, when Miriam had saras. Yeah, when Miriam had saras. For speaking Lashon about Maisha Rabbeinu. Okay? Hashem, Hashem said to Maisha, wouldn't she be embarrassed if her father spit in, a, in her face for seven days? Says the Gemara. Well, this should, we should make a Kav You know, if uh, 
if uh, you embarrass Moshe Rabbeinu, you get seven days. The Shechina, you get fourteen days. But we limit it at seven. So you see, the principle of Daya is biblically sourced. How can Reb Tarfin not agree with this and say you pay full damages in a private domain? Answer the Gemara: Ki lesle Daya hecha de let me, it says the Gemara to explain. Reb Tarfan does not agree with the Kavachaymer, does not agree with the rule of Dayai when the Kavachaymer is going to end up being, uh, being Mifrach, end up being uprooted. But if the Kavachaymer wouldn't be uprooted, then he would agree with Dayai. Now, what does this mean? Kavachaymer uprooted, was it have to do anything? So the Gemara explains as follows. Hossam, by the story of Miriam getting Saras for seven days, Shiva Deshchina like Sivei, the seven days of being put aside because of because of their Banishalim being upset about this, like Sivi, it's not directly written. Okay? All it says is that we know that she spoke about Maisha, it's seven days. Also, Kabachaymer, Asiyah but there's a Kabachaymer that comes along and tells me, oh, if it would be the Shechina, you'd have 14 days. So the rule diet comes along, it takes away uh, it, it takes away the 14 day assumption and it moves it back down to 7. But over here, it says in the Torah explicitly that you pay half damage by Karen. It's coming to teach me. It's saying not only pay, do you pay half damage, you pay double half damages. You're going to pay full damages. Now, if you're going to use Dayai, the whole Kavachimer is not going to make sense. Meaning, like this says Tarf, an incredible idea uh, in, 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 in Lamdis, which is if. For the Kavachimer to have any impact on the rule, you need to remove Daya, you're going to be forced to do so. Otherwise, you don't even have a Kavachimer in the first place. But if you could have a Chimer less Daya, that's where we say, less the, the additional amount, that's where we're going to say, Daya Lava Adin, Liyas Kinadin. Okay, says the Gemara. For Rabbanon Shiva Deshini Ksivi, Tisaga Shiva Syom. The Rabbanon going to respond. And it does say seven days explicitly. It says she's going to be quarantined. She's going to be put in cherim. She's going to be put in, in uh, yeah, put, put aside in tumma for seven days. Uh, what does uh, says the Gemara? What's Reb Tarfan going to do? He says it's just coming to teach me the rule of daya, not teach me anything beyond that. There's another pasuk that Miriam was put outside the camp, and therefore I don't need tisager to tell me that. Uh, is going to say that in general we would use the Kabbalah to make Dayai. But over here, we don't want people to say that it's unique to the covet of Maisha Rabbeinu. But if, we, if it wasn't to stand up for Maisha Rabbeinu's covet, maybe Miriam would have had a, a 14 day thing. See, Maisha Rabbeinu didn't want it to be 14, he wanted it to be 7. So maybe, says Reb Tarfin, maybe it would have been 14, except if not for Maisha's rebuttal. So I had a covet for Maisha, we keep it at 7. Kamash Malan, the Torah lets us know that the rule of Dayai, Lava Minadin, Lias Kinodin, applies by every Kabachimer. It's not unique to over here. Okay, now, with the Gemara, let's just take a, a, a pause and a and, uh, quick recap. Our Mishnah, our Mishnah. The Rabbanon clearly hold of the rule of Dayai, which is why they say even in a private domain, you pay uh, you pay half. Okay? 
um, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Tarfin as well, except he's going to say over here, he's going to agree with the rule of Dayai. But he says over here, you do pay Nezek Shalim because otherwise the whole Kavachimer is not going to be a Kavachimer. And he has, he has parameters around when to use the rule. He agrees with the rule. He just disagrees that the rule is always used. Now what the Gabar is going to shift to is show that there's other situations where it seems we have Chachamim who do not agree with Dayai at all. And we're going to try to figure out how they deal with our source of the story of Miriam and Maisha Rabbeinu. How, how do they deal with that? Because the Maisa, it seems there's a biblical source over here. Are you telling me that everybody agrees to die? It's not true. There's Tanai, there's Tanai, and don't agree with die. The Afagabli, even without the parameters of Rabtarfin, and I'll prove it to you to Tanai, and the How do I know that if somebody is Tomei? Uh, is the carry of a person, the actual semen of a person, is going to give off tumah the same way the person themselves. Vidin, uh, who says the Gemara, I'll tell you it's it's logic, right? Matar, batar, tameh, batameh. If something which is tahar comes from a tar person, something which is tameh comes from a tameh person. So very simple. Like if I have uh, mucus and I'm tahar, I'm tar, my mucus is tar. If you have somebody who's tame and something tummy comes out of them, that should certainly be tame. Tame betahar, if if uh, somebody has a tame discharge come from a tahar person, ain't I didn't she tame betame? Logically, we should say that if you have a tar person and a tame thing comes out of them, that's tame. How much more so if a tame thing comes from a tame person? So this Tana says that the uh, the zera, the actual semen of a person, is going to give off tumah through touching and through carrying. Okay, fine. So that's where the sources, that's where the Allah is coming from. Says the Gemara. So where's this? How does this fit with our uh, our sugya? So the Gemara explains like this: Va'amai, why is why is this true that the zera itself should give off tumah through touching and carrying? We could say a from touching, but the rule of daya should say that you're not tame when it comes to uh, when it comes to carrying. Let's say you carry something without touching it. So if we're learning out from a tahar person, also it should not, it, it, you should not be tame from carrying. You should only be tame from uh, from touching. If the rule of daya applies, the fact that we're saying it does apply. Is a raya is a proof that the author of this brisa does not agree with the rule of daya love menadin, and he's agree he's holding that even uh, touching and carrying is tummy. tell me that maga touching you don't need a kabbachaymer for the actual to tell me the actual zera makes you tummy. To like garami gabratar, I'll say it's so different. That why should it be any worse or any different than a tar person? Okay, if somebody's tar and they touch the zera, so of course there's going to be a, a tuma. So over here, I'll, uh, I need the kavachaymer. So I'll get the chamina. Mikri lailaksev. I would have, I would have said that only when zera comes out at night, uh, there's toma misha keriay gairim lay. It's when somebody has a uh, an emission causing him to become tummy. That's when he's tar yatsazesh in keriay gairim lay ela davar davar achar gairim But this excludes a zav that it's not the keri. It's not the zera that's uh, causing him to. Uh, 
I'm sorry. Yeah, it's not the uh, a specific cause that's having the zera uh, leave him. In order to become a zav, you become tummy when the zera leaves the body, when the semen leaves the body, without any specific cause. So if a person, uh, if a person um, creates a situation where they purposefully remove the zera. You're going to become a balkeri in that case. When do you become a zav when you have a seminal discharge? That's when it comes for a different reason. Now, sometimes it could come because a person overeats. Sometimes it could come because of, due, due to travel. It could come because if somebody's if somebody's sick. So there's other things that are causing the the the, the zera to happen. Kamash malan. So the kavuchaymer is letting us know there is toma even through. Uh, there's tuga by there, there's tuma by maga. There's going to be impurity by touching, and therefore, here's here's the layer over here. This gishmak. We would have a kavuchaymer for touching, and since I would have a kavuchaymer anywhere for touching, why don't we? Why are we not using dayo for carrying? We were we we have a problem. Dayo should tell me that carrying is not done. But carrying is tummy. Ah, you're tummy. Oh, because otherwise I don't have a kavuchaymer. So it's not true. I have a kavuchaymer because I need the kavuchaymer to teach about touching anyway. See, here you have a proof. There's an author who says, clearly an author who says, that we don't use the rule of dayo even when the whole kavuchaymer is not going to be ruined. Answers the Gemara, midi v'loi davar achriksiv. Is it, uh, does it mean v'loi davar acher? Which means that, uh, you know, even if the kavuchaymer is going to teach me multiple things, also, we don't necessarily, we're not forced to use the rule of daya. Even if you remove part of it, part of a kavachaymer, one limit of the kavachaymer, also we're not going to use the word, we're not going to use the rule of daya. Says, okay, fine. By the way, who's the author? Now we're saying, oh, there's a Tana who holds of this. Who would that Tana be? The time we learned in the Mishnah, Shivcha Zera Shalzov, Metame Maga Vedim Metame Masa, Shivcha Zera Shalzov, Metame through touching, but not through carrying. Divir Rebeliezer's opinion of Rebeliezer, Bishua Emer, Avadame Masa. It even gives off impurity with carrying. When you carry, there's uh, certainly going to be Zov in the carry. And hence, we know that carrying Zov fluid. Is uh, going to make you tummy. So certainly there's going to be some in there. Mamili always tummy with carrying. Adkan like Amar Yishua Hasam Elishi Yavsho Leitzuchzuchei Ziva. Why does say you're tummy? Because we know there's Ziva liquids in there. Ah, Lavachi. If not for that, Loi, you wouldn't be. Uh, uh, we, we would not uh, give off. Uh, we would not become tummy. Ella Haitanu says the Gemara. Okay, so it's not Rebbe Lezer, it's not Rebbe Shua. Rather, it's the following Tanit. The time we in the Mishnah, Lemaila Mehen, Top of Amud Zov. If you want to know what the highest level of impurity when it comes to discharge is, if you have the fluids of a Zav in the spit, Veshiv Chazara in his semen, Umeme Raglov in his urine, Madamanida, the actual blood of Anida Matami, Magamay Masa, they give off Tuma if you touch it or if you carry it. So you see, you have a Mishnah that clearly states that your tummy, both through touching and through carrying. Who says that Tana subscribes to the to you know to the rule that we make Kabakhaimer even without Daya? Maybe the reason why you're gonna become tummy with carrying and touching is because there's Zav liquid. 
says Gemara, that can't be, because we would have said it along with the list of Zav fluids. Why does he say Zav fluids and spit and Shiv Chazera? Why are you saying it afterwards? It's being learned out from spit. Okay. And therefore, the, uh, the whoever the Tana of this Mishnah is that we just mentioned, is also going to be the Tana of our Mishnah as well on the bottom of Chav Dalit Amabez, Dav Chav Amud Aleph. Okay, fine. So, so far, we have our Mishnah beginning of today, just to give an overview. Gave us a Kavachaymer. We had a Machlekes, Rabbanon, and Rabtarfin as to what's the rule in a private domain with Karen. Chati Nezek, Nezek Sholi. I want to say Chati Nezek because Dai Love and Adin Liaskanadin, you can't learn out more than the obligation in the, in, of Karen in a, in a public domain. Reb Tarfin says you got to pay Nezek Sholem. He's got a reason of when Dai applies. He does agree Dai applies. We just established the Mishnah about Zov is the same author as our Mishnah, um, uh, our Mishnah, which brings the case in Reb Tarfin and, and the Rabban. Okay. Now we're going to look for uh, other. Opinions when it comes to Daya. Today's daf, like we said in the beginning of the daf, it's going to be all about this rule and who agrees and who and how to utilize the rule of Daya Lava Menadin. So here we go. Amalei Ravacha, me difti le Ravina Ravacha, me difti le Ravina Ravacha, Bahai Tanadai Darish Daya, Vavagavadai Mifrakavachaymer. Is there no Tanad that doesn't agree with Daya? Even when you're not going to uproot a Kavachaymer, the sure is, I'll show you. I'll show you. How do we know that if you have a mapot, if you have a mat of twigs, it's going to become tummy if it touches a dead body? Logic. Just like the Pachim Ketanim reminds us of this week's Parsha. Yeah. Parsha by Yishlach Yaakov goes back for the small vessels. It's Tahar Bazav Matame Bemais. They're Tahar by the K when it comes to a uh, when it comes to a Zav. The Allah is an earthenware vessel, cannot become Tame by a Zav touching it on the outside, only with the airspace inside. Uh that if a Zav touches it, it do become Tame. How much more so should it become Tame Mace? Become my seen in love, being the Tomas Arab, being the Tomas Shiva. Okay? Now so we're saying, we're learning out from Zov to Mace. Says the Gemara like this, Vamai, why are we making a Kavachaymer that if a mat becomes Tamei by Zov, it should surely become Tamei Mace? Here's the problem. Ema, Ahani, Kavachaymer, the Tomas Erev, Ahani, Dayalafuki, Tomas Shiva. Here's the problem. If you're going to tell me uh, you become Tamei by, uh, a mat becomes Tamei from a Zov, it certainly becomes Tamei by Mace. Here's the problem. Zav, the mat is not impure for seven days. If we're going to allow it to become tummy uh, mace, the mat, it'll be impure for seven days, which is more than the source of Zav. So obviously we're not agreeing with Dayalavam and Adinli as Kanada. We're not capping the source. Again, what's the source? Zav. Oh, a Zav makes the mat impure. Shkayich. But then it's only impure for a day. You're saying Kavachaymer can make it impure for seven days? That's more than that's more than the original place. How can you do that? Gavalt says the Gemara. After the Gemara, Amar Lei, she said to him, 
already asked this uh, strong question on Avaye. That the the Tana actually learns it out from the 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 Tuma of Sheretz. Okay, meaning how do I know you can become Tomei Mace? Not from Zav. From a mat becoming Tomei Sheretz. And this is what the Limud is. Mapots Pesheretz Benayin. How do you know that a mat becomes Tomei if it touches a dead, one of the eight dead rodents of the Torah? But then it's logic. That are Tahar by a Zav on the outside, but if a Sheretz touches the outside of one of the eight dead rodents, it makes it Tomei. Mapots Shemetami Bezav in Adin Shei Tomei Pesheretz. So, Kalvachimer uh, dictates, logic dictates, that a mat that becomes Tomei by a Zav, how much more so should become Tomei by a Sheretz. Okay, so now we're out. Sheretz becomes Tomei from a Zav. Elamapats b'meis b'nayin. So how do a mat becomes Tomei even by Tomei meis? Namar begad v'ar b'sheretz. Namar begad v'ar b'meis. Ma begad v'ar amar b'sheretz. Mapats Tomeiu. Af begad v'ar amar b'meis. Mapats Tomeiu. So the way it works is like this. A mat becomes Tomei from Zav. If it becomes Tomei from Zav, it certainly becomes Tomei for Sheretz. Now that we know it's Tomei Sheretz, we have a Gzera Shava from Sheretz to Mace. And a Gzera Shava can lock us into the whole seven days of Mace. Says the Gemara, Mufna, you should know that this we have an extra word, Gzera Shava, Dilei Mufna, Ikla Mifrach, the R and Sheret, the, the Begin and R is, is uh, extra words. Uh, which means it's a strong Gzir because if it wouldn't be like that, we'd be able to challenge this Gzir say, Mala Sheretz, what about a Sheretz Shekei Metame B'Chadosha? It gives off Toma even the sides of a lentil, Tamar Meisha in Metame B'Chadosha, Ela B'Kezayis. Okay. Lo Yafnuye Mufne, and really it, these words are free, Michti, because let's see, Sheretz Ishkash L'Shiv Chazera, Sheretz is compared to Shiv Chazera, compared to Simen D'Chsiv, as it says, Oy Isha Sher Teitzei V'Goymer, clothing and leather the that it's written by a sheretz what uh, what do i need a force mommy no we see these words are extra bottom line is we have a strong kavachimer it is extra and uh, we have a strong Xera Shav, I'm sorry, with extras. Even though I have a few reasons to uproot the Xera Shav, the Xera Shav is going to remain in place. Okay, bottom line so far, just keeping a general overview of this, of the Sugya is, how do I know that Tomei Mace, uh, a mat, becomes Tomei Mace? So it works like this. Again, Zav compared to uh, 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 to Sheretz. Now that I know the rule by Sheretz, I have a Xera Shova of Beged Anar to tell me whatever's tummy by Sheretz is also going to create Tomei Mace. Says the Gemara of but it's still not completely free. Not, both words are not totally free, it's only free on one side. If you're going to say that a one sided extra word to strengthen Xera Shava is rock solid. Okay, so fine. You know, with all our issues with Xerah Shava, we'll let it stay in place. According to the opinion that if it's only open on one side, we can we can ask challenges in it. What are you going to say? Sigmar says, The word of Begin and Art by Tomei Mace is also extra. I'll prove it to you. Let's see. Ma is Keshev Chazera. A mace, a dead body, Iskish, is compared to Shiv Chazera. What does that mean? 
compared to semen, the chsiv, but a gay bechol anybody who touches a dead body or anybody who has issued from them zera, any garment or anything that has shiv chazer on it is tame, begad bar, because rachman of a mace lamali. Why does he got to say begad and ar by mace? It already, we could compare it to zera. Those words are extra. Shvamino lafno ye setakat's extra. So we have these words of Begad and R available on both sides, and, and whenever you have extra words in the Torah that are available by both halachas, it's a very strong Zerashava, even when you start to find differences, the Zerashava and question it, the Zerashava still remains in place. Says the Gemara, Hani Chalaman Omar Gaya Dain Mina Vuki Basra. Makes us going to the opinion who says that you could learn out from there, but the halachas. Remain in their in their uh, set places, okay? Which means like this: if we're learning out from, let's say, uh, zav to the mat, it's only going to be tummy until the evening. Only tummy mace is going to be tummy to uh, for all seven days. So if you're going to say that dain minav uki ba'asra, you learn out from there, but it the mice of the halacha stays in its place. So we should be able to learn out from Sheretz that a mat that becomes Tomei for seven days is going to, a mat that becomes Tomei Mace will be Tomei for seven days. According to the other opinion, still you should not be able to learn out seven days. You should only be limited to one day's at Toma. Amar Rava, last step for today, says Rava. Amar Krosh, Tayin Posik, Vichibastem, Bigdechem, Bayemeshvi. Then you wash the garments that became Tomei Mace on the seven days. If you're going to have Tomei Mace, it ain't going to be less than seven. Which means the Gemara had a question. The question was, granted it's Tomei Mace, granted we have Xera Shava, but even if it's Tomei Mace, maybe the Tumah should be limited to a one-day Tumah. And for the Gemara, impossible. Once we enter into the category of mace, it's automatically going to be seven days of Tumah. We will hold it here for this evening. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Tomorrow, we pick up at regular time, um, uh, 5.20 p.m. Central. Uh, Gitte Nacht.